I mean, seriously, have you ever seen an ambulance driver who couldn't actually drive the ambulance? Well, seeing as they're not called an ambulance driver, that would be my first argument. On it. <laughs> well, what are they called then? They're called a paramedic. All right. So Their job title isn't to drive an ambulance. That's lucky because this paramedic was struggling. I was on the way to work this morning, traveling along, and there's the ambulance in the middle of the road trying to reverse into a driveway at a house. Mm. How many shots do you reckon they had at it? No idea. Three times before they could get it into the driveway. Was it a tight driveway? No, just a regular standard house, standard driveway. Right. Blocked up this road. People getting to work. Had to wait it out. Fair enough. You, they, did they get special training? Don't know. Not sure. They'd have to get something, right? Not sure. Would you expect they would get something? No, not just, necessarily. Just jump in the van and go. Oh, I think they. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I know. I know. We got some minor training with the RFS, but it wasn't anything about anything like that. But, I guess if they, if you've got the license to drive the car, then you're good to go. But they'd have to train them for like lights and sirens and stuff, wouldn't they? No, they'd probably just tell them what the law is. Just be careful. Well, we didn't get we didn't get nothing with the RFS when I, when I did it years ago. That seems counterintuitive. Here's the other question though: Would that ambulance have a reverse camera? Again, no idea. I would assume so. They're all Mercedes. That's right. It was one of the new ones. I think so. So I want to know what the excuse is. It stopped me from getting to work, man. Wasted at least. Could be their first time doing it. At least 30 seconds of my life. <laughs> I'm sure it was uh, probably more important than you getting to work. So there's someone dying in a house, whatever. And think if that was your mother. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My mum's there waiting. I can't get the ambulance in the driveway. Fucking hell. But you're being impatient and being worried about going to work. <laughs> you know what the best part is? There is no best part to this story by the sounds of it. It's, you love it though. It's like completely stereotypical. Right. Lady driver. Well, I have always said that women <laughs> cannot park cars. Reverse park. There you go. I knew you'd like this story. They just have to wait for the twist. Still, it's offensive <laughs> to call them ambulance drivers. Well, all right. It'd be like calling I'll, you... I'll, I'll do your deal. It's like be calling you a computer technician. Computer janitor is the one I like to use. <laughs> I'll do your deal. No more ambulance driver, no more midget. Call a truce? No, no. Because I'm still stating a fact they are a midget. Well, I'm stating a fact this person was driving an ambulance. That's still, but they're, they're still called a paramedic. All right. Well, no doubt they're a paramedic if they're in an ambulance. I wonder if they get more or less training for the doctor stuff than they well, do for the driving stuff. I think they get a lot more. Maybe they should explain. Well, in fact, I know they get a lot more. <laughs> of course they do. But it depends on what level paramedic they are. So I think they should expand the training to reversing. At least at least spend half a day. Well, I'm pretty that. sure... Half a day. That's all I'm asking. Well, <laughs> they probably don't do training on reversing. It's probably just driving... Like, I know with um, cops, they don't, get, yeah. they don't get trained on how to reverse their paddy wagons. They just get told, how, like, they have to go and do, like, a... Um, I don't know, it's like a blue license or whatever it is so they yeah. can drive under lights and sirens. But they don't get taught how to do it in reverse. If it was your first day driving the ambulance as a paramedic, do you reckon they should have some sort of sign on the van just to let everyone else know, like a learner's? No. 
If it was me driving first time driving an ambulance, it would be probably a big sign on the front that's like, get the fuck out of the way because I'm coming for you. Because like with the motorbike racing you've been doing, you've had to wear the pink vest. That's only in New South Wales. But like, they've got a, a rule for it, right? It's only St. George that do it. And I don't know. I, I kind of understand why they do it. I think part of why it annoyed me is on that same drive into work, you frequently, through Unendera, you frequently come up on a truck that's doing the same maneuver. And these are like semis and stuff. And those boys slotted in first time every time. Yeah. So, so you see... An exe- that's, 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 I, know, I know they had practice. That's probably 50% of their job though. Yeah. Whereas, I- whereas <laughs> reversing a, an ambulance into a driveway is probably 1% of their job. So you see a, 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 do a little Aussie champ do it with a big truck and then you see someone struggling with what's basically a normal sized van. Uh, They're probably panic stricken. It might be the first day. All right, let's put this to you then. Zero out of let's, five. Let's, let's put this to you. <laughs> I've got a broken computer screen. Yeah. Can I expect you to fix it because you work on computers? No, nah, it's rooted, mate. But you can't fix it. It's rooted. You don't know what's wrong with it, though, either, do you? Yeah. Exactly. They're a paramedic. They're trained to fix people, not reverse fucking ambulances. <laughs> Friggin'. So the expectation for them to do so is just as ridiculous as me asking you to fix my screen. You've got a paramedic apologist over here. No. It's just... <laughs> It's just like when I ask a policeman to do their job and they don't do it, it's kind of the same thing. But if I ask them to go and reverse an ambulance, yeah, I'd kind of be asking a stupid question of them, wouldn't I? Yeah, maybe. I bet that person, though, that reversed that ambulance like a chump could save the fuck out of somebody that was choking on... That one? I'd have my doubts. I've got to be honest. How, how old was this, was this person? <laughs> she did look young. Well, there you go. It was probably her first time, man. Probably a fucking millennial. Well, I didn't even think millennials even were learning how to drive anyway. I mean, I'm drawing a broad. Well, millenn- millennials follow Gen X, which is like what they finished in the mid '80s. When did they start? It, it depends who you ask, man. It's like so many different definitions. Because apparently, I'm right on the border of Gen X and the one before that, whatever that is. Uh, Why? <laughs> no, I come after. Oh, X. that's right. Yeah, sorry, wrong way around. Fuck the alphabet's hard. <laughs> I have to start at A to get it right I have to go all the, all the way through it I can't just start halfway through the alphabet and get the rest of it right it's I just the way I do it I won't judge man it's just like when I have to do multiplications and I use my hands I'll, to count it through <laughs> I won't judge man it probably explains a lot but it works though if it works it works hey I can get it more right than the fucking chumps teaching people at university oh, and that's man. fucking proof that's a bit of a shit show you know, tell the folks about what's going on there. Oh, so I'm doing a... This is Dave, Dave the student, continued. I'm doing a bridging course, or like that's like a bridging course for uni. And I'm doing intermediate maths um, before I start doing uh, statistics, because I thought it'd be a good idea to learn sort of decimals and percentages and how to work certain things out and it's fractions. basically just and... a bit of practice, right? Oh no, I never did this shit at school because I was in the remedial maths class. But anyway, the um, only because I couldn't be fucking ass listening to anything. Anyway, finding it interesting. I'm actually doing quite well with it, I think. Um, but the problem is they give questionnaires at the end of each topic. You do the questionnaire and then you download the answer sheet and then you come across a couple of wrong answers. Admittedly, some of them been mine but then when i sit there for four hours four hours four hours the other day i'm pretty sure it was and i went through i'm going to show alan a piece of paper here the same equation 
It looks like the scrollings of a serial killer. That many times. Oh, this is the one you asked me about. Yeah, yeah. And then I asked Alan to do it. And then Alan showed me a computer, um, like a web page that can do the same things for you. Not bad for a computer janitor, eh? Well, <coughs> anyway. <laughs> not bad for somebody who claims they're good at maths, but then it proves that they're using a computer to do it for them. No, it was but like, anyway. It was um, like a, a second, second uh, well, level of verification. Exactly. But we all came up with the same answer. The only difference is I've, I got the workings out on the computer. Sure. You did it on the computer. But the, the bottom uh, line sorry, is... I'd, Anyway, it's I, it's different from what the, yeah, yeah. the practice he's wrong. said. He's wrong. And it, and then it turns out there's questionnaires after nearly every topic and I would say 75% of the sheets he's given us has got a wrong answer on all of them. Plus, they've also given us multiple choice questions where on the multiple choice, there isn't even a right answer on <laughs> to choose to start with, number one. And then there's another one that we, I just showed Al that you type in the number and it says it's incorrect. You ask what the correct number is. And it's missing missing digits and decimal points, and a zero. Yeah, for it, the right answer. It's mental. It's a relatively sophisticated thing where it's like an interactive web page, <clears throat> but you can clearly say that the answer it's looking for, someone's just like mistyped it into the system or whatever. Yeah, but this is frustrating because I'm trying to learn the subject that. I have to question whether or not the person teaching it to me knows what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fundamental issue. So, I mean, I'm still, I still am learning stuff, I must admit. But because my wife did advanced maths, I think it, I think it was advanced maths anyway, at school. Hmm. I'm going to her with a lot of this stuff if I'm struggling to understand it instead of emailing <laughs> the course coordinator because I right. just think, what's the fucking point? Cause, and, and, oh, the other thing too is I have sent the course coordinator a few messages going... Are these questions wrong? Can you please double check them? Nothing. No replies. That was two or three days ago. Man, they're probably in the Bahamas. He's actually in Phuket. But he he lives in Phuket. What? Yeah, he lives in Phuket with his wife and kid. He's an old But teachers white in guy. Australia. Teachers online on an online oh, thing on CSU. Right. I guess I always But I'm gonna say this and I'm gonna be slightly politically incorrect with this. Before I even started before I even started this course, the first thing, when I read his little profile about who he was, mm. and he said that he's moved to Phuket with his wife and kid, first thing I thought was, male or a bride, straight off the bat. And I don't give a shit. Because I've, I've seen it too many times with old But why would you blokes. make that assumption? Why would I make that assumption? <laughs> You're just playing the odds. The, the odds are high. I'm putting it out there. But that's that's as ridiculous as when uh, Elon Musk had a stab at that cave diver guy and said, oh, he's living in Thailand. Must be a pedo. Did like, he? Yeah. You don't remember that? No, I love it. Dude, I love it. Though. Dude is going to sue the shit out of him. This is one of the guys who was like, save the soccer team. The kids that were trapped in the cave. No, I love I love the Elon Musk comment. I love it. And it was, it was only because these guys wrote off Elon Musk's idea to make the, like a little uh, submarine for the rescue effort. And they're just like, yeah, that ain't going to work. These are guys who've actually been in the cave and seen what the situation was. Yeah. So Musk lashed out and goes, yeah, basically. Yeah, but they took a stab at someone with a fucking big ego. So what's, you know, he's going to come back with some controversial bullshit, isn't he? Yeah. And then the lawyer's letters came and then, hey, presto, apology. Oh, yeah. But (laughs) it's not like he could have, he couldn't have afforded the pissy little lawsuit that would have come with it. Do you think that makes it right? No, it doesn't make it right, yeah. but but what I will say is, how can you prove that Elon Musk isn't right? That's not how libel works, dude. 
you've got to prove that he is. I understand that. <laughs> but all I'm saying is, he might be on something. Oh, man. <laughs> what? You just, now you're just trying to bolster up your idea about this professor. No, I'm not bolstering anything up. The dude's clearly... I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I think you're just still a bit bitter about all the wrong answers. Oh, no. No, Are this you... was before. This, this my opinion, was before. <laughs> Man. I'm not saying it definitely was a male order ride, but it definitely crosses your mind. That's all I'm saying. It's funny. When you said you're doing this course, I just assumed it was a dude who, you know, a person who was, you know, just a regular professor on campus. No, no he's not even a professor. Mm. He, used to t- he used to teach high school maths. How's someone teaching? I don't know. I'm just telling you. How much are you paying for this? Nothing. It's free. The government pays for it all. Someone's paying. It doesn't sound like we're getting good value for money, Dave. No. Anyway, the, um, look, I'm doing another course, um, essay writing course, and she's a professor and she's done. A, she's got a lot of qualifications. Uh, yeah. Well, see, that's a good idea as well, because putting together a, a tertiary level essay is as much a technical process as a, a, a knowledge process. Yeah. So... Yeah, I thought that was a good thing to do because I've never ever written essays or anything like that. So I thought that was that was. Mm. So I'm actually doing three different ones of them. I, I do have to say, writing writing your uh, course coordinator and telling them they've got wrong answers is one of the most mature age student things I've ever heard. So I'll give you a tick on that. You're fitting into the stereotype of that pretty well. <laughs> Pest, pestering the. I'm not pestering him. <laughs> I'm just saying. Are you sure they're right, dude? It's seventy five percent. That's terrible. Like one or two. I'm not saying 75% of the questions are wrong, or the answers are wrong. I'm saying 75% of the answer sheets yeah, yeah. have a wrong answer in them. That's that's what I mean. Like, that's that's not good. No. If I got that I, kind of error rate in my job, man, I'd be on the street. The problem is now, when I'm doing the other questionnaires... You got no faith. I'm not looking at them going, ah, that's probably wrong. And then I'll go... Then I think oh, I'll just I'll I'll double check it once, and that's all I'm going to do. If I double check it a second time, man. So I double check it that that once, and then I was like, oh, actually no, I was wrong that time. This is terrible, man. So anyway, it's like your parents telling you that the Easter Bunny is not real, and all of a sudden you don't know what to trust anymore. Who's the Easter Bunny? <laughs> no, I don't, I'm joking. <laughs> See a tear in the corner of your eye, realizing. I never it. understood the whole Easter eggs from an Easter Bunny. Like a bunny doesn't give well doesn't lay eggs. If you think about it for too long, it just gets grosser and grosser. Yeah. They lampoon it quite well on um, Teen Titans Go. They've got a character who's the Easter Bunny, and it's this creepy weirdo who sings this horrible song, and pretty much lays eggs. It's a it's a horror show. Gross. Hey, actually, I've got a question <laughs> for you about laying eggs. If you shelve something... How, how is that a segue? Because <laughs> it kind of is, because an egg coming out of a rabbit's ass. But why are you thinking about eggs? Because we were just talking about Easter. <laughs> What's wrong with you? No, but obviously it's been on your mind. No, no. Go, go, go. No, no, this is a quick... I'm wrecking your story, sorry. If somebody's nicked something and shelved it. Shelved it? Yeah, that's... I'll put up their ass. I was wondering if it's up your ass or up your vag. Only because... Same difference. Is it? Well, we don't have that choice. We've only got one way to go. Only because I was watching a new episode of Fat Pizza <laughs> this, this week. There's new episodes. Yeah. Of... All right. This the, this the story's going places. This this dude had the phone. Or Paulie had the phone on on the desk interviewing some fucking junkie bitch, and um, phone just disappears. She's like, where's my phone? And she's like, <laughs> she nicked it, and she's like, oh, sorry, I already shelved it. Right. And then she gets it out, and it was just all goopy, like it was covered in. 
So I, I was like, I always thought shelving something was up the ass. So why is it covered in goop, not shit? I don't have an answer for you, Dave. So anyway, send an email to Paul Fennick and see what he what what his uh, artistic vision was for that scene. I mean, you think I'm racist? You want to watch? <laughs> I've seen the show. It's it's a delightful little bit of Australiana. Yep. It's funny how they make comments about stuff and they just change one little letter of a word just so there's just like oh I'm not. it's like he's talking about Hashfield not Ashfield Hashfield right it's clearly Ashfield and he's just like if you're white you stand up like a th- sore thumb and you're more than likely going to get murdered <laughs> well I guess it's just taking things to the extreme for comedic effect yeah anyway funny show what? Sleek the Elite hasn't aged well he's back I thought they had a falling out with that dude Sleek the Elite is now owns a kebab caravan in a petrol station right. and he's are they, are they rivals now no 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 but they don't they don't he didn't age well <laughs> well they all must be pushing a decent age bobo's now. looking like a bit of an old man with and he looks like he's dyed his hair to keep himself trying to look young well i saw that kiss cancel their australian tour today oh, that was they're, they're in the same boat yep they're getting pretty pretty crusty Oh well, I mean they've already they've already got their retirement or their death fund sorted out with their own their own um, coffins that they <laughs> just have some stock left over for. That's smart. Themselves. That's that's uh, marketing directly to their fan base. Yeah, people were about to fall off the perch. People were pissed off about it though, about it being cancelled. And yeah, I get it if you're hyped for it, but at the same time, it's kiss get a life. Actually, talking about <laughs> concerts, I. One thing I didn't think I'd see was on the UOW Facebook blind sell group. Somebody's put mm. a comment up there this afternoon going, has anybody got any U2 tickets for sale? Right. I didn't think they'd be all up for U2. I don't think a uni student would be able to afford a U2 ticket. Yeah, well. How much are they going for? I think they sold pretty expensive. I don't know. I didn't even bother looking. I don't like U2 that much, so. They all, all the songs sound the same with U2. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a fan either. I mean... I mean, my opinion of Bono is that I think he's a he's a wannabe activist. Yeah, well, he was mates with um, Bob Geldof, right? Was he? Pretty, yeah, he was on the... You two played... Yeah, see, he's another bloke that I trust. <laughs> I was going to ask you then, what was the last live show you saw? The last concert you went to? Uh, Gunners, I think. Guns N' Roses. Holy hell. I think it was Gunners. I, I remember... How, yeah. you, how you rated that as well. It was pretty good. Uh, it must have been Josh that... Josh said it was pretty good. I thought you guys were disappointed. No, no, no. it was alright. Yeah, fair enough. It was actually... Uh, Axel Rose's voice, you can tell it's... It's, it's, co- it's copped a hammering. No doubt, yeah. I think more... I think it was more... The music was on point. Yeah. The singing was a bit... Yeah, that's probably about what I'd average. expect from that show. Yeah. I think I've only ever been to one stadium show. I was going to see um, Bruno Mars with the missus. Fucking good show, man. The dude's a natural-born entertainer. I went and saw Michael Jackson when I was 13 in Wembley. This this story's not going to go dark places, is it, Dave? No, he was awesome. He was good in the sack? I I wouldn't know. I'll tell you what, though, if that did happen, I'd probably be boasting about it, like Dave Chappelle said. <laughs> you can only go downhill from there, can't you? Oh, good old Michael Jackson. 
<laughs> people are so conflicted about it. It's like, you know, I actually heard him on the radio the other day. Well, this is it. Like, it, by any measure, dude should be a pariah. But everyone's like, but man, those are good songs. <laughs> they can't. Well, nobody's proved that he actually did anything wrong. No, not. Well, so you... they're just they're just oh they're going to alienate him on the radio just on hearsay because now he can't defend himself. But I mean, how much how much smoke do you need before there's fire? You know what I mean? Well, it's you know, everyone. Like, every, look, you've all, got you've got fucking Cardinal George Pell there saying going for his one last appeal. He's not ready to roll over. And well, let's let's take the thing on the merits, and we'll go back to Dave Chappelle a little bit here. All right. Macaulay Culkin said that he had no issues at all. Now, right. if, if he was going, if if <laughs> Michael Jackson was going to finger or fuck any kids at all, oh my god. It would have been Macaulay Culkin would have been the first person he probably would have done. Why? Well, again, same thing, isn't it? He, he, he's got, he can boast the fact that he did Macaulay Culkin if he was in that little pedo ring. Oh my God. Or, you know... It, Maybe he didn't like blondes. Who knows? I'm just saying, man, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't give a fuck. I think once one person decides they're going to make that claim, then everyone else jumps on the bandwagon. I think... That's what's happened. Right. A bit like people who say they've been probed by aliens. The idea catches on and all of a sudden everyone's getting probed. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I'd almost go as far as to say I don't think Bill Cosby did it. But I'm, I'm not. Because I, I know that he did, but I just wanted to do it to try and infuriate you. And Bill Cosby going to die in jail. Is he in jail? Has cool. he actually gone to jail? Yeah, man. Oh, cool. He I went down. That. He went down hardcore. Sucked in. No, it was funny though. He was the... the the only comedian that was going after like Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall and all those other comedians saying, oh, you don't need to be oh, cursing and right. cussing on stage to make things funny and blah, blah, blah. No, no, you don't. You don't have to go and rape bitches either. But I mean, that's almost like the thing of like, you look out for the quiet ones, right? People that are, you know, protesting the loudest are probably the ones that are getting up to the business. It's like conservative politicians or oh, get outed as a transvestite or something. Shit happens way too often. Well, you got the yeah, but I don't understand that. So, so what? So what if they're a transvestite? Like, who gives a fuck if they're doing the politicking right? No, no. But there's who cares? There's people who've built their entire career on you know bashing the gays, you know, oh, yeah, paying, paying people, saying it's worse with the evangelicals as well. Sort of saying, oh, you got to live your life right, and then turns out they're you know getting underage male prostitutes sent to their hotel rooms, and you know, I mean, you've been the, watching too much Righteous Gemstones here, but yeah. But I mean, that's 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 why that shows. Um, so sort of cutting is it's a pretty accurate satire mm. so there's the hypocrisy of it you say one thing and do the opposite mm. and that's that's always you know there's no coming back from that like again it's like your dodgy <laughs> dodgy uni teacher once once that's been broken you can't trust anything they do anymore right what what morals are they actually operating from it's not what they're saying publicly they've obviously living their life a completely different way yeah yeah. But I still don't, like, going back to the politic side of things, mm. like, when people get, politicians get ousted for something they've done in their private life, that isn't sure that much of a big deal, but it's a little bit controversial. They haven't broke the law or anything. What's the fucking problem? Uh, it's just, just that, the mechanics of that game is anything you can use to score points on your opposition, they'll go for it, right? Yeah, I'd love to be a politician, man. If they try to oust me on shit, I'll go, I don't give a fuck, mate. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Like, I'll tell you anything you want to fucking know. I'm not embarrassed. Fuck you. Yeah, and it's probably... Pretty but I good. did not suck off a horse. 
<laughs> Unfounded rumours. <laughs> Sorry, just Ali G joke there. Um, often that is like, you do see politicians who answer critics that way. You know, they get hit with a bunch of allegations. They're like, yeah, so what? And it completely neutralises it. Yeah. There was a... You heard about that Welsh um, retired rugby player, didn't you? Mm. Well, Some dude was trying to blackmail him because he had HIV oh. or something or other. No, no, he, he, he was... Yeah, yeah, I remember. I, I saw a clip only a couple of that. A couple of weeks ago, months ago, whatever. Yeah, so he was like, eh. So, so he just went to the press and went, yeah, this is the thing. Yeah, I mean, obviously he didn't want to do it, but... Forced his hand, but... Yeah, good on him. Good on him for taking control of the fucking situation. And that's the way I'd be if I was a politician and somebody's like, oh, I'm going to blackmail you this... Fucking black man, we can't. You ain't getting nothing. Got to care first, right? <laughs> Zero fucks given here, mate. Go and tell everyone. And I'll just be like, yeah. big whoop. Politics, eh? Do I need to fucking... Do I need to make a fucking uh, a press release every time I have diarrhea? Fuck. What's your political party called, Dave? I think I'd probably be on the liberal side, if I'm honest with you. Yeah, oh, you'd actually join the liberal party. I thought you were going to start... Clive Palmer, it. start no, your own thing. No, liberal... I agree with a lot of the stuff they, they a lot of some of the stuff they do. Hang on, you just went from a lot to some. Well, because I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know a lot of their stuff. This is probably the best way to do it. But I agree with the liberal side of things. I'm not. What I, about failing to address climate change? I don't agree with that. Mm. I said some of the stuff, or even a lot. That's still that's not one of them. Right. No, I, no politics on this show, Dave. No, not not until I decide. Not until it's your career. Well, you know, I've actually thought about becoming <laughs> a politician. Well, but I don't even know how you begin to do that. Join a political party, man. Is that it? That's where you start. I thought you needed some sort of degree in something or other. Oh, my Lord. You seriously haven't seen the credentials of Australian politicians, have you? I thought some, a lot of them had, like... What do, you, what do you reckon a dude like Barnaby Joyce was doing before he was in Parliament? You think Barnaby he was... Barnaby Joyce. Which one's he? Is he the one that always wears that fucking 10 gallon uh-huh. hat? Him? What about... Oh, um, dude, he... He had to be rooting his sister. What about Bob Catter, mate? Do you reckon he's coming from... Bob Catter. That's the one with the 10 gallon hat. The one from That's, Queensland, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, he's probably... You think he's coming from a long and storied professional career? I've, if he hasn't been drilling for oil in Texas, I'm going to be disappointed. <laughs> well, he wants to drill for oil in the Great Barrier Reef, so... Close. Oh, does he? Man. This... What a fucking stooge. That bloke's a maniac. Uh, anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll pull the pin on the politics... It's dangerous territory. Uh, you, oh, you've got me thinking, though. I, I, I think I might try and see if I can join a political party somehow. Man, start off supporting local local candidate in an election. But that's the problem. I don't support that candidate for some of the shit they want to do, so I don't have to join that party, that, do I? Is Pretty, that how it works? Well, I mean, you have to get in, into the machine, right? If you want to. What about if I just start as an independent and then I'll just be like, oh, I'm happy to join, but I'm doing it on my terms, motherfucker. Yeah, well, that's obviously a common thing that a deal that gets done in a parliament is an independent can be wooed and swayed to support a, a government's position. I mean, that's kind of how the federal government's been operating for the for a while now. You kind of have a balance of power with some independents. It's because they can't get the job done themselves. Well, yeah, if you can't form a majority government, that's pretty much what happens. I think they should make it, you have to be able to form a majority government, otherwise go back to the fucking go back do it again yeah well you can quickly fall into a, a situation where the government can't you know pass any legislation so effect- effectively you've got a hung parliament so that's when they will call an election yeah. usually how it works fair enough you could always have a coup Bolivia style it's 
kicking off in there. Maybe I should just start like a, a, a like a what is it called? The Communist Party in Australia. You could join the Communist Party of Australia. Is there a Communist Party in Australia? Don't you ever look at the Senate ballot when no, you I fill don't. it out? <laughs> I, I vote. For Are you what, sure politics is for you? I vote for what I find. The Liberals give them a one. And no, stick no, no, it no. In. It's not like that. I, I, <laughs> I just whatever is helping me in my what I'm doing at that time. Sel- that's selfish. Well, you don't vote for any other reason, do you? <laughs> oh my! This is why we don't talk about politics. That's a very short-sighted thing. I guarantee you 50% if not more would vote for things that would be for their own agenda I, I, would, I would disagree that that should be the the only measure you use well whatever man <laughs> I can tell you one thing I wouldn't vote for Labour and I wouldn't vote for the Greens and that's it yeah, fair enough um fuck them <laughs> um alright I think it's let's, let's go for some story time well, we've got before we go to a story time. Okay. What did we do yesterday for lunch, Al? Okay, burger reporter. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, we we took the big hike down to Shell Harbour, down to Hungry Jacks. The thirteen-minute hike. <laughs> Only for it to turn out to be another cursed Hungry Jacks. Yeah, but this time didn't happen to me. No. Do you know what? They messed I up. I came home. Life. I came home feeling a little bit like. I felt like saying sucked into you, Al, I must admit, because <laughs> your order got fucked up and not mine this time. Well, everyone's number comes up sooner or later, but the the whole intent of the journey was to get down to Hungry Jack's to try out their meat-free Whopper. The, the Rebel Whopper. The Rebel. And uh, the, the plan that you put forward, which I thought was excellent, was get the Rebel Whopper and boom, get a standard Whopper and put them head to head. Don't bother with the meal so you're not filling up on yeah, chips yeah, and shit. Yeah. Just pure burger showdown. And that that's what they screwed up for me. They gave me two <laughs> two of the veggie ones. But I'm disappointed in the fact that you didn't go up and sort it out. Because I, I stood there and I heard you take make, make the order. You ordered it correctly. They fucked it up. You should have gone back and fucking told them. Sort your shit out. Man, it's like your political career, man. I just didn't give a fuck. It was, it was time to eat. But you could have eaten the veggie one whilst they were making your other one. You said, I'm going back to eat my veggie one and I expect the other one on my table by the time I'm finished. <laughs> Delivered on a silver platter. Nice and fresh. Look, with no spit on it. The primary objective was still intact. Try out this meat-free burger. Yeah. So tell the people, Dave, how was it? I didn't mind it. It was good. I have to agree. It was surprisingly good. Yeah. Now, on a blind taste test, whether it would fool somebody that it was no. meat... 100% no. It, I think just the look of it is probably a big clue. And the consistency of it. Yeah. But it was juicy. Juicy and tender. Fucking had had some good flavour going on it. And all together as a burger, quite tasty. I do wonder how much of it was fat and oil. Yeah. The, to make I, something like that be so juicy and tender, it's got to be <laughs> 75% fucking something yeah. that shouldn't be there. I mean... That that's been brought up, you know, as these companies develop their um, meat-free meat patties, as like, oh, it's not healthy. Look at all the sodium, all the blah blah blah. And they're like, we didn't do this to be like a healthy alternative. It's just an alternative. Yeah, it means instead of having to raise and grow cattle, which is an environmentally destructive process, but we we can do this purely from plants. So is pulling plants mm. out of the ground and eating them. That's just as bad. 
in, in terms of like the amount of fodder, water, everything it takes to raise beef. Yeah, but it's orders of magnitude worse than just growing crops. That's that's kind of part of the idea. But by me eating meat, mm. I'm saving the vegetables for the vegans. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> good argument. I just I'll leave you to fact check that one. Like you fact check the Monty Hall problem. Oh, it's not about fact checking it. It's about opinion on that one. But I think all in all, for a fast food fast food burger, and Hungry Jerks managed to do a pretty good fast food burger. They're I think they're maintaining their standards with the the Rebel. No, other burgers better at Hungry Jacks than McDonald's. I think there's a, a quality to them that they're they're different, and I'd say for the most part superior. What Definitely. about their fries? I prefer a Macca's fry because I like the I like the shoestring. Yeah, see, they're garbage. Yeah, the Hungry Jacks. They're not even chips proper, They're not bad. even fucking potato. I'm pretty sure they're potato. Uh, I, well, I'm sure there's potato in it. Right. But I don't think it's 100% potato the fries, and I'm pretty sure. You know that stuff, that instant mash shit you can buy. There's like in a packet, a sachet that you just add oh, it's water. It's like a reconstituted thing. Yeah. That's how they make their fries. Yeah, I don't know. Just I don't like care, it's mate. I don't care, it's mate. You ask me which ones taste better. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they taste better. Anyway, taste so, buds. Taste buds don't care how what potato processes. What about if you got the fries without salt in them? Which ones would you think were better? Why would you eat any chips without salt on them? Just asking. I wouldn't do it. I refuse. I refuse your sham of a test. Fair enough. <laughs> so, in the grand scheme of things, would you recommend someone give it a go? Yeah, that's good. I'd get another one. In what what sort of circumstance? Just if the mood took you? Like if I was going to Hungry Jacks, I'd probably get another one. Right, that's that's now your number one pick. No, 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 no. I always buy two burgers because I, I don't bother getting fries. Right, so you can never fail. So I'll just get that and something else. I've got to be honest, man. The two burgers yesterday, I was feeling the effects of that. Nothing. It did nothing to me. I was struggling. <laughs> I could have eaten another one. Damn. See, I usually get... The, the big one, the double whopper with bacon and cheese and everything. Right. And either either a, a bacon deluxe burger. Yeah. Or I'll get one of those extra long crispy chicken burgers. Good grief. That's what, and I usually get a small fries on the oh, side. Man. Respect, you're not mucking around. No. Well, we're going to go fast food. You may as well fuck yourself up real good and proper. <laughs> um and we, we had the, the frozen drinks with the little jelly balls in it. Oh, that was shit. Um, is that the first time you've had that style yeah, of drink? Yeah, I, I didn't like it. And there's reasons I didn't like it. The last mouthful I took, I had to take the straw out and I had to... Just tip it tip in. Tip it in. <laughs> and it felt like I was... Do you know the silicon balls that you get like in... in like the little sachets of silicon you get when you buy a jacket or something and it's stuck in the pocket? The ones they specifically say, do not eat. I'm, I'm fairly certain that's what that shit was. <laughs> They're just recycling those. It really felt like it was... <laughs> Something that I should not be consuming. So, so to elaborate, I guess the the Hungry Jacks have a drink option now where you can add jelly balls. So a bit bit along the lines of your uh, bubble tea style drink, and they're the the jelly style ones, which are like a little paintball pellet where it's got a skin. It's gross. Then like a jelly sort of juice in the middle with a flavour to it. I'd say I'd say that Todd Carney's bubbler was better than their bubbles. <laughs> no, no, thank you. Um, so yeah, it was a. Interesting meal. We got there just before the rush of the uh, local high school with 
500 students coming into order. Oh, do you know what else? Lunch. Actually, you're talking about that, and the reason that lineup was so for so long. Fucking menu log, man. It's ruined Hungry Jacks. <laughs> you hate the menu log. Every like, last two times I've gone into Hungry Jacks, like there's five or six people working behind the counter at Hungry Jacks. Yeah. Four to five of them <laughs> are concentrating on menu log, and there's one person doing the counter and the drive-through. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's been interesting development. You see in a lot of these takeaway restaurants where sometimes you even have like a lineup of the little delivery guys waiting to take away orders. And it, it used to be that the drive-thru was king. The drive-thru was the top priority. And then the people on the counter. That was menu log. Now it's, yeah, number one. Dude, I got fucking... I just stood at the counter at one a few weeks back. And she fucking didn't even acknowledge my existence. They fucked around with about four different menu log orders. Yeah. Then she came to me, took my order, went straight back to the menu log stuff. And like the my stuff was sitting on the fucking thing, ready, like, yeah. <laughs> and they were still fucked there, and I'm like, "You fucking for real?" It's pretty dodgy. It's fucking annoying, man. It it's interesting that that's where their priorities are. I wonder if they're making a better better margin on. I wonder if orders. it's supposed to be their priorities, or that's just they've just they've become so overwhelmed by it that they're just like, "Oh, I've got to do it, got to do it, got to do it," instead of just going, mm. "You know what? We have two people working the counter." And we're going to have three people working menu log and right. just fucking calm the fuck down. So they haven't maybe, they haven't maybe quite figured it out yet. I don't know, man. How to get just, the balance right. I just, I, I go into businesses like these and I just look at it and I go, I could, I really feel like I could fix this easily. But I mean, the bean counters might have already looked at this and they're making... No, say, with, this, with the same amount of people working there, yeah. I can still fix it. I mean, potentially, but they're probably of the view... I would presume that they're making more money from the, the menu log orders and that's why they would take priority, right? But are they? Or, or is the logic that once you're standing at the counter, it's like, what are you going to do? You're going to wait. You're not going to just walk well, away. Well, some dude fucked off when we were there. Yeah, he did actually. But that was ridiculous. That was like, he was literally lined up behind about 25 people. Yeah, but if they were pounding through them, if all the people that were fucking around with the menu logs went, hang on a minute, there's fucking 13 people in front of us. Let's all just fucking clear this crowd out quickly. Mm. There's no menu log fucking drivers there waiting to pick their shit up. Let's clear this crowd out. Boom. Prioritize what's in front of you. It's it's just fucking dumb. <laughs> Have one person bagging shit up and then other people serving. Whether it's the menu log thing that's coming through or the people in the well, counter. This this is the whole thing that the, uh, the dude who kicked off the uh, McDonald's franchise figured out, right? That these brothers had developed the most efficient way of making a burger and that's what the whole business revolved around was getting that hot food out the window as quick as they could I'll be honest as much as it pains me McDonald's are fucking it up with his menu log shit is McDonald's doing menu log I'm not sure I don't believe so they do McDelivery some places they trialled it in a few places they still they do I think it. they trialled it in DAP though didn't they, don't know. they I know they do it at the airport yeah and they, they don't fuck up that many like they're still pretty good at yeah. that airport so I mean if Mackers can do it come on Hungry Jack sort your shit out see I think that's the trade-off. We said the burgers are, are pretty good at Hungry Jack's. Yeah, but are they that but much better else, that you will stand there and wait? This is the, this is the trick, is that the rest of it's pretty ghetto. Like, the the seating in there was dodged. The decoration, like, the decor was dodged. It's like you're kind of compromising. Like, you go to a Macca's these days, and they've all been renovated to be all fancy-schmancy, right? And they have to renovate them all the time. Yeah. That Hungry Jack hasn't changed for 15 years, bro. Probably not. <laughs> I mean, it's the same as Red Rooster and KFC. There was garbage too. Yeah, the second tier. Yeah. Do you know what always makes me laugh too? When you see the state of the people when they finish their shift at KFC when they come out 
and they look like they've been rolling in fucking offal <laughs> and flour. And you're like, what the fuck have you been doing back there? Oh man, I remember when I came off shift from working at Macca's when I was a teenager. I, my apron would stand up by itself. It was so crusted with grease. Yeah, but not everything else. Like, I've seen people walk out of a <laughs> Kentucky Fried Chicken and their pants Head are fucking toe. just covered in shit. Their boot, like their boots, and you can see that's the stuff they've been walking in is just caked in fucking Ugh. food and shit. And you're like, what the fuck's going on there? Like, what the fuck are you doing? Clean your fucking mess up. Oh, jeez. Well... Probably, probably good that we did the burger report because that lets me segue back to this story, which did involve the ordering of burgers. At the canteen at work, their Wednesday lunch special is a Portuguese chicken burger. So me and Andy, fan, fans of the Portuguese chicken burger, we rate it, so we get it every now and then. But um, Andy's like a spicy man. Like he likes to have spicy food. He's the guy who got me watching Hot Ones. But um, he asked for the extra hot sauce. Down at down the canteen, they slather it, and it's still not really enough for him. So, what he's been eyeing off is this giant jar of jalapenos in the fridge at work, right? It's one of those one one kilo jobbies, massive. I think it's the um the Marco Marco Polo brand, the nice crispy sliced jalapenos. I don't eat jalapenos. Well. I know you. I know you're not into it, but so it's this this giant jar of jalapenos just been calling his name for months and months and months, and. It's clear that no one's eating these jalapenos, okay. and it's and it's like, who they belong to? Just eat them. Who do I have to talk to? And this week he finally broke. He's like, fuck this, I'm putting some jalapenos on this Portuguese chicken burger. And I'd actually come up with a theory of who the jalapenos actually belong to, right? And why why they hadn't been touched for months is because this dude's been off on sick leave. Right. Turned out like, probably about two months ago now. He was, um, I think he was at home, fucking had a really bad seizure. From all the fucking jalapenos. (laughs) Well, they do the tests, do the scans, fucking dude's got a brain tumor going on. Like, it's looking fucking grim. Gross. But, man, they did the op, had a pretty good sort of um, recovery straight away. He's been into work, said g'day, really lovely fella. And then, and then had a full-on brain seizure because where's my fucking jalapenos? No, so this is before Andy's approached the jar before he's worked up the courage. But I'd, I'd put that theory out there that maybe the maybe the jalapenos belong to this guy. Right. So the only complication that he's had so far after his brain surgery, and when they operate on the brain, they never really know exactly what sort of side effects might happen. You might has he lost some memory? You might not be able to talk. You might not. Um, remember people's faces, um, all that sort of stuff. The thing, thing for Chris was memory, right? This guy at work. He's, he's, so you're taking, he's, so he's taking affected. it to his advantage by eating the jalapenos and well, going, I don't know what you're talking about. That, it's not being proved, it's not being confirmed, but when we're in the cafe and Andy said, I'm going for it, I'm going to put some jalapenos on, I just cracked a quick joke. I just went, oh, that's cool. It's not like he'll remember anyway. It's like the perfect crime. And he's like, dude, no, too far. It's not too far. This is the question I have for you. Dude. As, as Mr. Etiquette, as the, the judge of all things moral and ethical. I think in a workplace... Can you joke about your, your work colleagues? If, would they find it funny if you made a joke thoughts? about their memory? <laughs> if, if, Do you know him? If he Do you was, know him well enough? That, yeah, if, he he was, he, if he was there, 
He would have fucking laughed his ass off. Then fucking go for it. <laughs> I. It was a good joke too. You comedians who say you can say something fucked up as long as it's funny. As long as it's funny. This is yeah. I reckon. I reckon tick in the box. Because Andy said too far, but he did laugh. Well, he laughed. It's, <laughs> it's a fucking, it's he can't. He can't. You can never judge someone by something being too far if you've already sniggered or laughed at it because immediately you've just gone yeah that's funny you're a complicit. so you're just as fucked up as a person you're, that made you're the an joke. accomplice at that point yeah <laughs> but it, it has been strange that these jalapenos have been sitting there and not have not... you asked the bloke if they were actually his oh man saw him for the first time after he's had this surgery I'm not going to talk to him about send an email or some shit no, he's, he's off work for months now. I'd send him an email. I'd go, look. <laughs> We're eating the did you leave some jalapenos in the fridge? <laughs> he might not know. If so, I'm fucking smashing them. I don't give a fuck. They've been sitting there too long. I, I owe you fucking some jalapenos. End of. And don't even put it as a question. So I'm, I'm eating them and I'll, I'll, buy, I'll buy you a new lot if they're yours. If not, then yeah, happy days. I think that works out all right. It was, it was strange that someone had gone to the trouble of buying the jumbo jar. And you assume someone does that, they're going to be smashing through jalapenos, right? And they just the level didn't go down at all. It's basically unopened. Well, I mean, the thing is, I've I've worked with people that have bought like healthy food and shit, put it in the fridge at work, mm. and never eaten it, and then they're throwing it out. Oh, because they're too busy going to Red Rooster instead. Yeah, because <laughs> that's, like, that's like I was saying last week, man. The psychological effect of I'll buy the healthy food and take it to work. Or they've or, or what's happened is their wife's like gone. No, no, you're going to take food to work with you. Oh yeah, right. they take it to work, piff it in the bin. And then go to the road and buy a schnitzel roll. Like a little kid. That's the behaviour of a child. Well, we used to, I used to work with someone who used to sneak, like sneak eat. <sighs> he'd go to, so we'd order, we'd order, order our Chinese food or whatever it was. Yep. And he'd insist on going and getting it. Oh, uh, he'd pick it up. He'd go and pick it up, but he'd fucking, he'd order like uh, a, a fucking, uh, one of those like entree, like what is it when they got like a, it's got a spring roll or something? It's got a spring roll, it's got dim sims, it's got fucking prawn toast and all that shit. Like, Just stuff it in his face before he and comes he'd back to work. Fucking smashed a lot of it. <laughs> and then he'd fucking come back to work yeah. and he'd try and fucking put it in the outside, like the big fucking bin. Oh, the dumpster. Yeah. The dumpster. <laughs> try and hide it from people. And you're like, why are you hiding it, Kenny? Like, well, that's... Everyone saw you on the fucking CCTV. Dude. We're watching you come in. We all watch you because we think it's hilarious that you're doing that's it. That's literally an eating disorder. Like, that's what that's going on with that guy. Yeah. That's an that's a eating disorder happening. And you go, oh, fuck off. Or you'd ask him, oh, did you have anything on the way back? No. And you'd get, walk out to his car because it's a work car and you'd open the car and there'd be fucking rubbish everywhere. And you're like, you fucking did your lying cunt. Why lie? Why fucking lie? Just admit you ate it. Who gives a fuck? We don't give a fuck. We think it's funny that you're trying to hide it. That's why we're ripping it into you, you fuckwit. Did anyone try and uh, offering some support or counselling? The only support he got at that work was everyone used to call him a fat cunt all the time. Savage. Well, he used to call everyone else a fat cunt too. So, oh man, it was it was a bit of a savage workplace. There, there was there was there were no limits at that work that workplace for jokes. That no, joke that you said, no, no HR either. Well, they were, but they didn't work in that office. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That joke that you said that would have that would have been mild. Very mild. Entry level. They would have said that to someone they just met. <laughs> oh, I mean, we were, uh, let's, we, were what, we were watching... the When that bloke went fucking apeshit in the um, cafe in Sydney. Oh, yeah, the Lint Cafe. Siege. When that was breaking on the television in our office, because we had a TV in the office yep, with the news yep, going, yep. Was in, within 30 seconds, people were making jokes of it. 
That's how savage they were. I hope they feel bad. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. Um, a, a, a literal unfolding tragedy. I mean, at the end of the day, everyone's going to start making jokes about it afterwards, so what difference does it make? Really, if you start thinking about it that way? Did I tell you the story about the time we ate a bloke's ice creams at work by accident? No. Well, this is one of the... Um, digital What's this got to do with Lint Cafe? No, no, but back to eating colleagues' food. Um, it was like a... It had been a stinking hot week, and as a little treat, they were buying like ice blocks and ice creams to give to the staff in the office because it was kind of sweltering. The AC wasn't hacking it. Yeah. So just like a little icy treat to keep everyone's spirits up. And this, this progressed through the week with the hot weather. And, you know, one afternoon we're kind of sweating it up. It's like, oh, let's go check out the freezer and see if there's any any ice blocks there. Boom, box of golden gay times. You beauty. So we start passing them out. Everyone's chomping into these golden gay times. There was someone else's one. I think you did tell me about this. This, this is... Dude this, bought them for his family for when he got home from dude, work or some this, shit. This fella, he, he'd only been with us for a few weeks, so new new boy. Didn't did he? He, he didn't he say did, anything. He didn't have the heart to say anything as we were like eating the ice creams right in front of him. <laughs> it wasn't until later he told someone real on the side, and we found out. You know, got back to us that yeah, we just smashed this guy's entire box of golden gay times. I bet he went home thinking I fucking worked with a bunch of. Cars. Oh, dude, no. At that point, we made it right we yeah went, but how long ago how long after it happened it was a couple of hours oh hours okay I thought if yeah, it was days we, I was we sorted like, it out that day fuck these cunts but oh man your heart just breaks with this guy just sitting there watching his ice creams get demolished and we're like we would have been smacking well, it why didn't he say something new guy oh, it doesn't matter if I was new or not I'd be like hey where'd you, where'd you get the ice cream <laughs> they'd be like out of the freezer but, well look he, what, the ones in that fridge over there obviously in the end he handled it like it got sorted out but yeah, that was shameful, man. I felt so bad. Pumped his ice creams. Did you? So you just give him the money back? Oh, we went. In. I was going to say because that, that's even shittier. Because then he's still got to go back and buy no, them we, again. We got the dude a box of ice creams. Don't worry about that. Yeah. We made it right. Not a not an animal. Anyway, talking about animals, <laughs> we were talking about Godzilla the other oh, day. Yeah. King, we were, king of monsters. King of the monsters. And I've I've thought of a new segment we should have for the podcast. Right now, the segments you got my hopes up to watch that movie, and it's not actually out on Foxtel yet. Well, anyway, <laughs> I didn't haven't been able to watch it yet. Maybe it'll be on Disney or some shit when you get that hot mess on your fucking computer. Anyway. Oh well, we'll have to wait. The Aussie launch got delayed. Did it? It was supposed to launch this week. It's supposed to. It's launching next week, isn't it? They pushed it back. Yeah, should be right. We're, we're supposed to get the launch with everyone else. Probably lucky they didn't. Seeing as ten million people got it for free in the US. And half of them didn't work. Yeah, well, I'm not surprised. <laughs> 10, million, 10 million people log onto the beat, onto the fucking Blue Scope fucking website in one hit. What would happen? Shit, it's pants. 100%. No, man, that, that website's rock solid. Guaranteed. Internet will break. <laughs> anyway. Um, there's, there's ways to set up stuff to be highly available. So, like, obviously Netflix do it. Any, any sort of high demand service can do it. As long as you put in the um, the work beforehand, and I think it's apparent that Disney shits a bit. Disney, I don't know if they half-assed it or just underestimated it, or yeah. I think they underestimated it. Anyway, new segment. So what's the segment? New segment is movie report, movie and TV report. Because <laughs> I'd be surprised if you don't watch at least one movie a week. Not that many movies, or even a TV show, a new TV show. Can we count YouTube channels? Yeah, anything. 
Beauty. But it's got to be a proper TV show, not like some documentary shit about some dude eating 50 fucking nuggets or something. Well, I don't know if you could ever call that a documentary. <laughs> well, it is a documentary because it's actual somebody eating 50 nuggets. 150 nuggets. Well, whatever the fuck. Anyway. And it was, I watched that and it was revolting. And I think we should, but we have to stick to either one word or five word review. Or you can have a one word review and a five word review and that's it. Well, a one word review is not going to be any good to anyone. It is if you just go bullshit or crap. Let's go. But with then the- you can, then, then you can, you can back it up with a five word review straight afterwards. Just make it a five word review. Five word review it is then. <laughs> but I was, I went to, I said to you about King of Monsters. That's it. Fucking Godzilla. My five word review for that is they went full retard. Right, because it's a, it's a sequel to the one that had. Um, the, pro- sorry, this one went full retard. That's five words. Oh right, so it has to be exactly five words. Or within five words, I guess. Yeah, five words. Anyway, max. they went full retard. <laughs> it's fucking shit. It was it watchable as a film? Did it make sense? No, it's just a hot mess. It's a fucking bunch of hot garbage. Disappointing, man. Because that last Godzilla movie was cool. I mean, look, it probably made. It- a minor amount of sense but it was so full of plot holes and and why and what and what the fuck's going on where did this thing come from and how come it's only just been found now and like none of it made sense right and the the one thing that really baffled me was it all these little I don't know if they're called aliens or they were calling them titans hmm they're all like like the original you know the one that he fucked up, Godzilla fucked up in the first one? Mothra. Well, it, it, that thing was kind of in this movie as well. Right. But they were all that kind of thing. Like, they are a weird thing. You know what I mean? Like, But then <laughs> then one of them was a giant moth that was like the size of a fucking... Right, so kind of mutated animals. Kind of. But then there was ones that were just weird creatures. Yeah. Then there's Godzilla, which is completely weird anyway, because it's a giant lizard with a fucking head like a pea. And then... <laughs> And then, out of nowhere, there's a fucking giant woolly mammoth. Like a colossal mammoth the size of a fucking 50-story building. That fights Godzilla. No, that's the whole fucked up thing about it. They all bow down to him at the end. They're all like, oh. King of Monster. It's fucking crap. That sounds weird. I'll, I've never seen like a lot of the old school Godzillas. I wonder if it was kind of like they were trying to bring in some of that weird shit. Nah, I don't know. That's man. why it was, it was sort just... of a bit odd. They've sort of gone for the, the full homage. I think when the lead actor or actresses are probably B grade at best. Mm. To, like they they had one of the Arquette women. I don't know which one it was because they all look, <laughs> they all look the fucking same. They all look the same. Interchangeable. It's like the Baldwin brothers. Sure, they're all very similar. <laughs> just whoever's free on that weekend. Yeah, and just some other fucking dude that is just a bit of a plain ass actor and nobody ever remembers who he is. Like, I've seen him about. I don't know who he is. Yeah, so it's one of those actors where you're just like, oh, that's the guy from the thing. Actually, now I want to know who he is. I'm going to I'm to <laughs> beat the fuck out of him. The, the roster of shame of the people who were signed Actually, up. Actually, they did have a. For Godzilla. Would you say that somebody from Stranger Things, one of the lead people, is, is a. Mm. Is it a lister or do you say it's we can't say they're an A list um, film star because they've only they no got... no I didn't say that they're just an A lister I don't know can you be an A lister if all you've done is a TV show or, well I, I mean the people probably in, not people like well look at fucking the people from Friends they were all A listers by the time they finished 
But when they pivoted into doing movies, they Kyle were, Chandler. Uh, Kyle. Yeah, see, now you look at him, you know who he is. Kyle ain't even a real name. Oh, yeah. See, nobody knows who he is, but everyone knows who he is. Ken Watanabe's in it again. Who? Which one's that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Japanese guy. Yeah, well, you ain't going to be in the next one. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Mild spoiler. He gets Godzilla the fuck up. No, no, he doesn't. Well, something happens. Obviously. Yeah, well, something happens. It's a movie. It would be pretty shit if nothing happened. <laughs> He's the last samurai, isn't he? That's, just, that's who that guy I is. I thought Tom Cruise was the last samurai. He's never a samurai. I thought I thought Tom Hanks was the last samurai. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Man. Well, what about a little bit of sports news, Dave? Your old mate, George Lorenzo's given up the MotoGP. Yeah, retiring with a broken back. But even more importantly, you want sports news? Mm. Who's going to win? Gallon or Hall? I saw a, f- a photo today on, on Google News. And like, Barry Hall's about a foot and a half taller. He's a fucking fair bit older though as well. Paul Gallon. Well, do you, do you know the... So you know who, was, who was the one that hurt their training, their sparring partner? I don't know. I, sure. I heard something about that as well. Paul, uh, well, I know that Paul Gallon wanted to fight properly three minute rounds and Barry Hall's like no no I'm only doing two minute rounds right so Paul Gallon's now calling him noodles two minute noodles <laughs> this is actually a pretty good sledge and then uh, I, I was I watched watched the um, like they did the weigh in yeah and then they had their like the, the press thing that was the sure. so this was yesterday <sighs> Paul Gallon turns up with like a fucking plastic bag from Woolies and just tipped it out of, full of ramen noodles full of two minute noodles <laughs> I bought, I bought you something, Barry. Here you go. Some noodles. In the, in the same time, we're going to have a round. Somebody can cook themselves some dinner. It's not quite on the level of Muhammad Ali, but I'll, I'll pay it. That's that's not a half-bad sledge. It's pretty funny. Barry Hall's been pretty quiet up until now, and then I think I think he's snapped. I think Paul Gallon's gotten to him. <laughs> he's won the, won the mind games. I think he has, because Paul Gallon, like Barry Hall's been really, really quiet. He's said nothing. And then at this press thing, he, he kind of snapped. Right. That's the part of the game, I guess. So, I don't know. Paul Gallon's got the mental edge over him, I think. In their careers, Paul Gallon's probably taken more punishment straight to the head. So, Mate, Paul Gallon looks like he could just you could punch him all day and he'd probably just stand and yeah. go, what? I reckon that could be a factor. If but, he... but then again, Barry Barry Hall's the king. Isn't he the king of the fucking dog punch? I don't remember. Isn't he the one that fucking knocked that cunt out from behind? Perhaps. He perhaps, I don't got know. up from behind and fucking king hit the dude from behind and like, knocked I, his ass out. I remember out. He, he had a rep for being like a hard man. He's obviously a big unit. But, yeah. The sports are, are quite different. I mean, Barry Hall, he's a lot taller than Paul Gallon. I'll give him that. So he's going to obviously have a reach advantage. But I think that's only really going to be uh, a valuable asset if you actually know how to box. And are we are we saying any like either Paul of these blokes had nine professional fights? So, yeah. I mean, if, if you go on that, Paul Gallon's probably a favourite. But I think if, like, I mean, Danny Green is the promoter for the fighter. Okay. And he's basically he said, "I'm not on anybody's side," and both fighters could knock each other out quite easily here if they connect the right punch. Yeah, and I, I I agree with that. I think both of them could knock each other out. Where's the Where's the fight being held? Do you know? Uh, no, some casino somewhere. Probably. I mean, I'm half tempted to pay for it. It's on tonight. 
I'm half tempted to pay for it on main event and watch it. How much is that going to cost? I don't know, man. I'm too, not going to pay for it. Whatever it is, it's too much. I'll, I'll tell just, you right now. I'll just wait until it's finished and then it'll be on news.com and they'll show the end part of the fight and that's all I need to see. I only want to see somebody get knocked out. That's all I care about. Some of the Aussie champions probably live streaming on Facebook right now. Yeah. Somebody was streaming, <laughs> somebody was streaming MotoGP shit on fucking Facebook today on one of the... One of the, uh, the buy and sell Facebook groups that sell stuff for race bikes. That's bizarre. Pretty funny. No, nothing beats the quality of a, an internet video of someone using their their phone to record another screen playing a video. Oh no, this looked like it was legit, man. It was pretty... Wise it like, up. I don't know. Dedicated pirate. It was, it was coming from an overseas channel because everything was in some Asian language. Like this. <laughs> but it looked pretty... Look like a you know high definition or some shit going on there. Well, hopefully it converts to sales. Maybe no doubt that's the. Oh intent. no, they don't sell anything. It's just like one, like a buy and sell site. So where did the video come into it? The, whoever's one of the the admins have just gone. Yeah, let's fucking stick this up as a live party. Oh, Facebook's such a toilet. <laughs> Talk about toilets. <laughs> no, we're not finished with sports. <sighs> just a quick shout out to what was my favourite sports blog that's now been ruthlessly shut down by the man. Well, not by the man. It was dead, deadspin.com. Never heard of it. And basically the media group that ran the site was taken over by friggin' capitalist scumbags who uh, tried to shake things up and actually ended up causing the entire staff to quit and protest. Boom. Website over. It's like over. Somebody's got heaps of people got no job. Oh man, these these writers all had like other gigs going, but it's pretty much basically big f you to these scumbags that tried to take it over and change what it was. So fair fair play to them. They had a good run. It was probably my favourite website, and now it's fucking gone. Fair enough. It used to be where I guess I got a good chunk of my sports news from anyway. Yet but- yet to find a another replacement. Might, might not ever happen. So you want to stick on sports. I'm quite happy to talk about sports and that's what I was going to talk about. No, no it's all right. You can... C- couple couple things. Did A-League Memes. Hmm. It's a Facebook group. They, um, they're not real big fans of Central Coast Mariners or or Matt Simons, to be precise, who's their captain because he's a fucking dog, but... Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a rock-solid reason. Yeah. So anyway... They uh, wanted to help with the uh, the bushfire appeal, so what they've done is they said that they were going to keep bidding. So last w- last week was the remembrance round, and a lot of the teams were selling off their remembrance jerseys. Oh yeah, signed by the player who wore them. Yep. Um, and the money goes to so good old charity auctions. Yeah, yeah. But Ailey memes are like, well, fuck this. We're going to buy Matt Simon's one, mm. so that nobody else can get hold of it because nobody should have it. Because he's a dog, but we're going to give it to whoever donates the most amount of money to the bushfire appeal and sends us a copy of their receipt. So someone does get it. Someone does get it. That's but, confusing. But they can do what they like with it. So the idea is, it's the idea is it's somebody who who wants to fuck with the shirt. So this one bloke has like donated like five hundred dollars to the rural fires, like the bushfire appeal, and has basically said, as soon as I get that shirt, I'm setting fire to it. <laughs> As long as they do it in a safe and controlled manner. 
<laughs> if there's no total fire ban but on. It, it's pretty funny because <laughs> oh, they legitimately got into a bidding war with someone who clearly wanted this shirt, and they still and Ailey Beam well, still want it. Well, you said it's raised raised money not once but twice for charity. Yeah, I think it's fucking funny, but how's that dude feeling, man? The people are like fighting for the right to destroy his jersey. Yeah, he probably doesn't give a fuck. But probably not. Anyway, um, and another thing that happened in soccer this week: Liverpool beat Man City, which is. You know, big news for someone like so me. So that's kind of like top of the table clash sort of styles. Yeah, and Pep Guardiola, the, the manager of um, Man City, went ape shit. Wasn't happy. Mm. There were a couple of like like at any game. Just there, there was a couple of dodgy calls. Sure. You know, whatever the case, Pep just couldn't fucking deal with it because it didn't and, go his way for once. And you don't care because you support Liverpool. So <laughs> at the end of the day, you win some, you lose some when it comes to ref sure, calls. Sure. Like that's just the way it is. He fucking lost his shit. Like, he fully went fucking mental. Anyway, during the game, you could see that the players for Man City were getting pretty fucking pissed off that things weren't going their way. Yeah, so they dropped their bundle. And they were starting to get pissed off. And Liverpool were kind of playing on it. And they were just like, just little niggly shit. They were just like laughing at them and stuff like that. And it was kind of funny. And Did it get to the point where the Man City dudes were starting to like do some rough tackles? And... Well, this is where it gets funny, right? Joe Gomez, who isn't usually on the starting team for Liverpool, but was this week because our other um, person that plays in his, his, his um, position mm. has got an injury. Sure. Even though he's not the first starting player, he sometimes plays for England and he's usually a bench player for England anyway. Yeah, so the kid's got skills. He's good, but he's you know not quite good enough to play in that position because they've got a foreigner playing for him. But anyway... He kind took of, out germs. No, he took out the star Man City player, which also plays for England. Didn't take him out, but he kind of shoved him in the back, which caused him to like run into the fucking signage next to the... Which for a soccer player basically means they explode. Well, this bloke's like, <laughs> don't fuck with me. Don't fuck with me. This is what the... And it's, it's all been on, like, it's all on TV. It's on the telecast. And right. Gomez has just like laughed at him and walked off because Gomez is a defender. So he's defenders are traditionally tall. Yeah. Sterling's midget. <laughs> no, you can't say it. Small person. <laughs> you didn't even last one episode. Anyway, I didn't say I was going to do it. I never agreed to it. Uh, oh, sorry, it's true. Anyway, um, so that was it. Thought it was laid to bed, right? Yeah. Anyway, they're all on an international break, literally straight afterwards. So everyone gets called up to play in the England squad. Yeah. They're at training. They're all <laughs> sitting, down, sitting down at lunch. Gomez reaches over to shake Sterling's hands. Is like no, no. Hard feelings. Sterling blips out, what? flips out, and fucking causes a big kerfuffle. What a psycho! So Sterling's like star player for England, one of the star players. So manager's like, oh, guess what? You're not playing this week, then. Fuck. Calls him off the team. Gomez, <laughs> Gomez ends up playing. It's pretty fucking funny. And one of the other Liverpool players that plays scored the first goal for England. And it's just like, but the fucked up thing was when Gomez came on the field as a substitute for England. Because everyone's like, oh, fucking Southgate, you shouldn't have pulled Sterling off because he's like one of our gun players. You're fucked, blah, blah, blah. The whole crowd booed Gomez when he came on. So now Sterling has had to go on Twitter and defend Gomez oh and say this God. whole thing was my fault to begin with. You shouldn't have booed him. Why didn't he just shake his hand? Oh. Egos of sports players, mate. They're all getting paid bajillions of dollars. How could they have a bad day? You know what I'm saying? How is a dude like that going to have a bad day and be grumpy? The funny thing was, though, one of the bad calls 
that they missed out on. It should have been a handball for Man City in the penalty box. They should have got a penalty. Didn't go their way. Ball gets cleared. Boom! Straight away, we scored off the back of it. So what? And it was a rocket of a goal too, man. It was awesome. They don't do a video review of the handball? They did, and they was like, well... It's not a clear and obvious... So the VAR is only allowed to intervene if it's clear and obvious. Yeah, so they have to reverse the decision on the field. Yeah, so it wasn't clear and obvious that sure. it was an intentional handball. That's what they're saying. So they so can't can, reverse Would it. you really say it's a dodgy call then if they well, didn't it, overturn it? Dude, I'll tell you the funny thing is, only a couple of weeks ago, there was some other stuff that happened and it was... The bloke was trying to fucking pull his hand in, ball hit his hand, boom... Fucking gets yellow carded and fucking penalty issues from the VAR. So, so they're just auto, shitty calls. Automatic card? What has uh, that I, I can't remember exactly what happened with the card and everything and how that all came about. But basically, mm. the VAR in, in the Premier League, they are fucking contradicting each, oh, themselves every yeah. week, man. They're making shitty calls. It's pretty fucking funny. <laughs> I mean, the VAR, like, nobody wants the VAR there. That's the, the, the end of the day, nobody wants it there. Yeah. I don't like it. The fucked up thing too is, once again, as a Wanderer supporter, over here, they've got the VAR and they've just spent 150 grand for this bullshit technology, or it might have even been 300 grand, for this mm. bullshit technology to be able to find if someone's offside by this fucking stupid line that they pull up on the on a pause screen. Right. Now, in the UK, they've got goal line technology as well, which... I don't know if there's a sensor in the ball or what the fuck there is. Oh, for, if it's a goal or not. If the ball definitely completely goes over the line, yeah. it buzzes the referee's watch. Yeah. So, but over here, they don't have that. Instead, they bought this bullshit fucking off lot. Just for the offsides. Offside thing. Anyway, the Wanderers, the Wanderers had a game against Sydney FC and the ball, I think it's a matter of opinion here, went over the line because the view that they had from the TV screen right. wasn't, a hundred percent that it was over the line, but it could have been. But they don't have the, that technology, so they there's no way they to used they tried sure. to use the offside technology to try and see if it was offside or not. Doesn't, if the ball was over the line, doesn't work though because if it, the ball's in the air, you can't really tell. Well, that's right. So they just went, look, it's not clear and obvious. Can't be determined. It was so they should play on. Anyway, last week we played, and I'm telling you, as a fucking Western Sydney Wonder supporter, that fucking ball was a goal to the other side. Right. It was dead set behind the fucking line. It was fully in the goal. They tried to use that bullshit thing again and they were like, eh, can't be certain, no goal. And I'm like, oh. what the fuck? We still lost the game, but just desserts, I think, because they should have fucking called that one as a goal because it was fucking obvious that was behind the line. It makes you wonder what the officials actually are doing out there if they can't make that call. I would have called it false VR and, I'm, I'm, and that's coming from someone with a biased view and I would sure. have called it against my team. Because it was fucking clear and obvious. Well, like you're saying before about Liverpool and Man City, you win some, you lose some. Just got to roll with the punches. Unfortunately, you do. I mean, I have said it a lot this year that as good as Liverpool are, a lot of their wins have come off the back of luck this year. They've been playing like shit, but they're managing the win because a lot of the decisions decisions are going their way this year, whereas last year, a lot of them didn't. What's what's the what's the wisdom the, the fortune cookie take? Is luck is when... Preparation meets opportunity. I've never heard that before. Uh, some wise words. So, one last thing I want to finish off, Alan. All right. This is an argument we've been having today about this stupid fucking thing that you started last week. Oh, Monty Hall. Yeah, and yeah. how 
I've changed it from. I, I, so I don't been, care what the stats are. <laughs> I'm not arguing about the and stats. This, this is after you've been practicing mathematics all week. No, no, I'm not arguing the stats. <laughs> I'm not arguing the stats at all. Uh-huh. My argument is now it's a matter of opinion for me, and that's pretty much all I was arguing about in the first place. Is if I've made a decision, I'm going to back that decision. It's fine. And that's why I would never change, regardless of what the stats say. <laughs> well, I'm I'm in favour of playing the odds. Well, it's that, all I would say to you is that's that's rationality versus emotionality. Look what happened to that bloke at the Melbourne Cup this year. I didn't watch it. Well, no, I didn't watch the Melbourne Cup either. But some dude made a bet on a, made some bet. I don't know if it was a fucking bet on a horse or if it was a. I know there was a, ho- there was a horse something. that was disqualified. No, no, no. Or Did, like demoted. I, I, yeah, well, that happened. I don't know what the technical term is. Anyway, there was a dude that put a bet out, and it was only a small bet, but he was going to pull in like $790,000, right? Right. And like a minute before the decision was made for him to have won that $790, he changed his mind and decided to... Do you know how they do that early payout thing? Okay. Well, a lot of the bets, you can do an early payout on like if you're doing a multi-bet thing. Okay. He's, he's pulled it early. Well, what did he get for that? Not a lot. And then fucking lost the lot. So he, he basically could have either... I don't know exactly what he got. It was a few hundred dollars. Hmm. So he, he made a, hundred, a few hundred bucks. But if he stuck with it, stuck with his convictions and muscled it out and sweated it out, he would have been nearly a fucking millionaire. So this is what I'm saying to you, Al. Sometimes it's worth... <laughs> if, it, if you're prepared to make a gamble, are you, are you really prepared to make a gamble? Because... This, isn't, day, this isn't a very good comparison. It is. I don't think. Because when you win, and you win from sweating it out and actually fucking taking the gamble, <laughs> that win tastes so much better than if you've gone, you know what? I don't care. I'm just going to take the easy option. That's, that's I'm fine. I'm taking the easy option. That's fine. I mean, you're, you're free to take take Wait, the short odds. Let, and... me, let, me, let me word this a completely different way. <laughs> when you go to work, Al, right? Mm. And you sit there and do fuck all all day, right? And you get home, do you feel like you've accomplished something when you get your pay packet? Or don't you give a fuck? No, I don't think anyone would want to do that. That wouldn't no. feel good. But when you've had a busy day and you've been and you've accomplished something, you've done mm. some really good work. Yeah, you can you take some home. satisfaction from that. Yeah, well, I, that's how I feel about it. if you stick with your bet and you're like, I'm going to stick this through <laughs> to the end. I'm going to stick to the end of this, and I win. It tastes so much sweeter than if you just got given it. It's just a game show scenario. I'm just telling you, that's my opinion. I don't know if going on a game show counts as working and sweating. To earn something, dude. I'm telling you, if you're on a game show and you've made a, you've you've picked that suitcase out of fifty, I think maybe if and it comes down it. to a fifty-fifty at the end of it, and you're like, no, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking stick with this. You'll be sweating. <laughs> you'll be sweating. <laughs> that's that's fine, man. Like you can come with that problem any way you want, but all, all I can give you is the 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 mathematical solution, the the probabilistic proof that. You're twice as likely to win if you change your your door. That's based on that. But I'll put it to you, Alan, that you're twice as likely to feel better about the win oh, that's, if that's fine because you're stuck with it. I think that's a really it's it's like a little a little microcosm, a little example of how we live our lives differently. I tend to be very analytical and rational. Sometimes you can be emotional and impulsive. That's fine. That's just I think that's a, a really that's a, a really clear example of how our different approaches to life come to bear on a, a problem like that. That's what you can take out of it. That's cool. For me, it's just like, it's a neat little... The way I'm looking at it is you're still playing the odds. Regardless, 
regardless of if you change it or not. It's fine. We we should play this game. We. You know what? I'd love to and put, put some, fucking rub your nose in put, it and win. Put some money on the table, play this game a hundred times and see what what the polls look like after. Who's 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 ahead on that one? And you can you can go for your long shots and I'll change the door and I'll, I'll be pretty happy to play it that way. Do I get the same odds? We play, if we put it as a bet, if we put it as a bet, did we play do the, I get the 50 to 1 or do you get the fucking 2 to 1? Here's, here's what we do. We gonna play this game um let's say 50 times each you go through the little the little game show so we each put in 50 bucks and then each time it's for a dollar as the prize instead of a sports car and you can you can stick with your selection you well you can do whatever you want you can play the game however you want we'll see how many you end up with out of out of that pool then then i'll then see, i'll i'll play my 50 and see how many, how many come out? Do you know much Actually, about... that's not, not going to work because there's going to be leftovers. There'll be rounds where no one wins. I, I'll, I'll figure it out. But no, no. I'll I'm figure not, out I'm not way. interested. I'm not... <laughs> you don't want to go head-to-head on it? No, because I haven't got the fucking money to be gambling with because I've got no job. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. We can just do it for, we'll just do it for points. I'll play that game for points. The question... The other question is, we're talking about points. You got fucking demolished yesterday but anyway I'm playing board games yeah. <laughs> anyway um, <laughs> the uh, not blackjack what's two up yep are you better are you better off I've never played well in your opinion you know how the game works yep. are you better off changing what you go for every time or sticking with one sticking with the same one the all in- night individual trials so it doesn't make a difference actually on this one it's been proven if you stick with one oh, you're better off God. Who proved it? What are you basing this on? I'm basing this on three years. Three years, I went to the RSL in Middagong, right? Yeah. And there's a dude that sits there, and he bets for the house, and he always sticks on the... He sticks with whatever it is. I can't remember his heads or tails, but he sticks with one of them, and he always sticks on that, and he always comes out on top. He always comes out with more money than he started with. <laughs> so there you go. I I don't accept that as proof. Um, it's individual trial, so it doesn't make a difference. You could change it every time. It's it's individual trial, so it's always the same odds each time you play. It's like flipping a coin. But is it? If you're playing a certain amount of times, is it? If you wrap all the mods up into one, is it? That there would be nothing remarkable about flipping a coin and getting it's three coins. No, I'm just, is it three coins or two coins? Isn't it's it? two coins two and coins. two up. But I'm just saying, flipping a coin 50-50, there'd be nothing remarkable about flipping a coin and getting heads 100 times in I'm a row. I'm telling you, tails never fails. And that's what I'm, all I'm saying. But what I'm, I'm saying to you, Al, if I flipped a coin 100 times, I'd bet you tails would come up more than heads. It would, if it's a balanced coin... Get a fucking 20 cent piece it, out of your pocket right now, bitch. I'll fucking take you on. Oh my God. I I I despair for your future of studying mathematics. <laughs> I really Well, I haven't started the statistics one yet, so there I'm, you go. I'm I'm worried. <laughs> Cuz I I have studied statistics. I have studied probability. And to be fair, it's one of those branches of mathematics that is really counterintuitive. All your all your little human brain shortcuts tell you one thing. A lot of the times the cold mathematics of it to prove something else 
I'm not. I'm not opposed to arguing that mass can can either be right or wrong, and that's all there is to it. And that's that was my argument with what I was saying about that that that, that uh, uni teacher. You're either right or wrong. It's not a matter of opinion when it comes to maths. Yeah, well, he's going to have to face the music because obviously he's been fucking up. But but I, I mean, all of these things that I'm telling you now, I'll, I'll be honest with you, they're all opinion based. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I'm not. Argue, I'm not arguing that the, they're the, not. The two up thing is. It's my opinion. It's my opinion, and you know what? I don't give a fuck. That's my opinion. Well, one of the things that betrays human perception very, very often is a tendency to find patterns where they don't actually exist. So, so your recollection? Oh of- yeah, I know. You look at dickheads that are playing playing two up, and they're right. always like, "Oh fucking!" I, I mean, I'd sit there and I don't gamble. I just look at it and go, "What a bunch of fucking knobs!" It's it's random chance every single time. The, the reason the reason why a casino makes money from a roulette wheel is because of the double zero, because otherwise it's just even every time, half black, half red. Yeah, that's just the way it goes. Do you get more if it lands on the double zero? I don't know. Roulette. If, I don't know the exact rules. I'm not even sure if you can bet on double zero. Yeah, well, you might not even be able to bet on it. I think your odds are definitely better when you start putting no. bets on the fucking no. on the. The odds don't change. Are you going to let me finish? Because they actually fucking do you spastic. That's why they give you less winnings on certain things. Not on a number. Oh, if you the, put it on the, a the corner. Different, the different bets, yeah, you're If you right. put it you're on right. a corner yeah. of four different numbers. That has a bigger payoff, yeah. That's, that's I always bet on a corner. Yeah. No, the only, the only game worth playing in a casino is blackjack or um, poker. Po- poker against other humans. Yeah. Well, well, blackjack's basically against other humans really anyway. You're just playing a, the dealer. The dealer. I always used to like Jupiter's Twenty One when I played up at um, up in uh, the Gold Coast because <laughs> they had to they had to go further than like so I think with normal blackjack they played a sixteen or seventeen or something right whereas Jupiter's Twenty One that they they'll still hit on a seventeen they have to go to eighteen fuck so they bust more does that still pay blackjack at one point five yeah but nice more more chances of winning. And every fucking time I played it, I'd stay there all fucking night and I would leave pissed as a nit at like fucking seven o'clock in the morning with a handful of cash. Living the life. Loved it. Very good, man. Anyway. That's living at Gold Coast Lodge. And then get a limo home. Like a boss. No, I just don't gamble because I've got no money. I didn't lose it all gambling though. I just... <laughs> lost maybe, maybe you're hiding a crippling gambling addiction uh, I'm like... Pretty- like old mate was hiding his food addiction. Nah, no, I, I don't have a gambling addiction. Your, like, your bin's full of betting slips. <laughs> nah. Dude, honestly, it's one thing I've never been that bothered about. Like, I don't mind making a bet here and there. I used to like gambling on motorsports because I, th- I think. Oh God! Like on, you, you've got. What, where are you positioned on our F one fantasy league? Like dead last. Yeah, but that's different because you're, <laughs> you're betting on motorsport. You bet. Oh, I was betting horrific. on a winner of a race and one okay. winner and only. It's, yeah, I mean, the mechanics of it is very specific. But I gave up on it in the end because it was just like, it's not making any money. Because the people you're betting on that are likely to win, you get like fucking a dollar fifty back for a dollar. It's, oh, shit it's a tough one as well, man, because like, you know, race, any. Do you know what pissed happen. me off too? When I, I had a, an account with Sportsbet and I had like three bucks left in it. Hmm. I'd only ever put $50 in it. And it, after about a year, I had like $3 left. I was like, fuck this. I'm just, it was like a Sunday afternoon. I'm gonna put, I'm gonna find a horse race it's on, and the only thing I could find was some horse race in the US, and I just went fuck it I'm putting it down on the longest shot there right because I just want to get I just want to shut the account the fucking thing won 
and I won like four hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> it sounds like some first world problems, man. What's 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 your beef? Well, the beef was I just wanted to blow. I wanted to waste the money. I wanted it gone. That's I like did. Brewster's Millions, where he wants to blow all his money on dumb investments, and they like make all, money and all shit. pan out. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I put. I ended up cashing the money in instead, but it was just like. I can't even blow like when I want to win money I don't and then when I want to blow it I fucking win <laughs> that was like the Seinfeld episode where Costanza did the opposite of all his instincts like because his life he'd just been a loser his whole life he's like man maybe every decision I've made is always the wrong one Yeah, I'll just start doing the opposite of what I think I should do and sure enough his life turns around he like gets a sick job gets a hot babe maybe you should try that oh I've been doing that my whole life <laughs> That's your secret gambling tip. I just do everything that everyone else would think is a bad idea. Which whichever one you think is the the worst. Like like calling short people midgets. Uh, height racist. Well, it's okay for people to call someone lanky. <laughs> it's not generally considered to be a disadvantage. Or stretch or some bullshit. Why can't you call a midget? I th- this is. I mean, like, I mean, I know why. You this can. is well worn territory. Because you shouldn't point. be calling somebody fucking lanky. Well, if some dude said, don't call me lanky, I wouldn't call him lanky. Just I'd, like you I'd, shouldn't call someone a fucking ambulance driver. Well, lesson learned, man. Anyway. You'll learn something new every day. But I'm too pig-headed to learn some lessons, Al. Uh-huh. <laughs> if, if you... I'll put this oh, to you, God. Alan. If you were a dwarf, I wouldn't say it if it offended you. That That's fair, isn't it? I don't know if that makes it any better. It doesn't I'll, affect you. I'll be nice to the people I know, but everyone else can get fucked. <laughs> oh man, is that it? Are we done? No wonder you vote selfishly. Fuck like them, I said, fuck man, fifty percent of the population. I guarantee you, it's at least fifty percent, if not more. Well, fifty percent of the population are less than average intelligence, so that's where your problems start. There you go. Just... <laughs> On that grim note, I'm out. Good night.